This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Now, to the major story of the day, I want to set this up before we bring in David Teal. And David is down at Amelia Island, Florida. He is with the Richmond Times-Dispatch. It appears that the, the anger or that the, the unrest, we'll use unrest, from Florida State Director of Athletics, um, that he is, well, Florida State as a community has wanderlust, and they have pocketbook envy of teams in the Southeastern Conference. And, of course, their chief rival, the University of Florida, lives in the Southeastern Conference. And in a couple of years, they will probably double the media take-home or the annual distribution, revenue distribution from the SEC as to what Florida State gets from the ACC. So as it's been floated, Florida State, Clemson, Miami, North Carolina, NC State, Virginia, and Virginia Tech are exploring their options, which include a downright secession from the Atlantic Coast Conference. They have termed them the Magnificent Seven. I would use a different term, but that is what they have been termed. I love the movie, the original, not the remake. I wouldn't see the remake with your eyes. And we get hyper-focused on, in college sports, we get hyper-focused on things like pay for play or play for pay. Play for pay. I got that wrong. We get distracted by the transfer portal and the scourge of name, image, and likeness as though those are the things that are destroying the fabric of college sports. But I've been saying this for such a long time. The single biggest threat to college sports is the abject greed of the major conferences and the schools within them. By millions of miles, this is more damaging to college sports than name, image, and likeness. And I can't tell you what is the future of sports in college I have no clue what it's going to look like because it could look as drastic as we've got two conferences and you're either in it or you're not because that could be the reality. It could be the Southeastern Conference with I don't know how many teams. It won't it won't be as many as you think by the way. It won't be 30 teams in the SEC and 30 teams in the Big 10 because all of the, the existing schools would have to take a pay cut and a big one. They ain't doing that. Nobody nobody gets in this business to make less money. But we are looking at a school like Florida State or NC State or UNC or any of these schools that think that there is a better future for them elsewhere. We are think we are legitimately looking at the possibility that it all breaks down. And it all breaks down. I don't know what the future is. I know it's ugly. I know these conferences are already all too big, including the Atlantic Coast Conference. But it's all about greed. 
100% about greed. That will destroy college sports as we know it. Not NIL, not Transfer Portal, not any of this other piddly crap. It's greed. Now, with that setup, I bring in my friend David Teal, who is as uh, genial a man as you will ever meet. He is with the Richmond Times. He is down in Amelia Island, Florida. And I saw, I saw it, uh, obviously, an unsubstantiated and false rumor that John Curry, the athletic director at Wake Forest, was yelling <laughs> at Boo Corrigan, the athletic director at NC State, in the uh, Amelia Island cocktail lounge as though that would ever happen. Uh, but, man, is the mood as tense down there as I think it is? It was yesterday, with it, without question, Adam. And I, I sat outside this morning for about a half hour with Whit Babcock, the Virginia Tech athletic director, and we talked about it. And he acknowledged that it, there were some things said in the AD's room yesterday that he believes needed to be said. Uh, and I think some people um, put their cards out. And he said that Jim Phillips did a good job navigating it all. And uh, indeed that uh, some of these discussions have hastened the uh, progress of the athletic directors as they move toward a model of uh, changing the revenue sharing in the, in the Atlantic Coast Conference. So what are they, David Teal is joining us, at by David Teal on Twitter. They have suggested, or Florida State has suggested, a, um, a, a more uneven distribution of revenue. Even if FSU got a higher percentage than, let's just say, Boston College, we're not even coming close to bridging the gap between where FSU is and where their most heated rival, Florida, is. Or, you know, if we projected five years down the road, we're still going to be $40 million apart. Well, I don't know if they'll still be $40 million apart, Adam, but what I believe the ACE the athletic directors are considering and will probably move forward to the president's is a model where the new revenue that's going to come in from the expanded college football playoff. Right. And, and some other things that that pot of money will be used to reward those programs in football and men's basketball that perform. Not those that draw the largest television audiences or any of other nonsense being floated by Michael Alford, the Florida State AD, <laughs> who's, talking about, who's talking about brands and such. And may I remind you and your listeners, Adam, in the last eight football seasons, which is a pretty good sample size, yeah. Florida State is 32-32 and 32 right. in conference football games, which ranks seventh seventh in the league during that time behind wake right no behind clemson miami pitt state carolina and virginia tech okay whoa behind virginia tech even yes (laughs) no offense to virginia tech it's been it's been a rough go uh that's my think my favorite thing about the florida state hubris here is that they have completely ignored their role in why yeah. the ACC is in the position it is in 
but because when the ACC, when John Swafford, then the commissioner, was negotiating the new TV deal, Florida State was in its, uh, like, the the middle of this, you know, six- or um, Mm seven-year vanishing act from the national scene post-Jimbo Fisher. And if Florida State were the best version of Florida State, we would have at least had two nationally relevant programs to sell to the networks because Miami hadn't yet figured it out. Not that they have have now, but we would have had Clemson and Florida State. It would have been a much easier sell to the networks. There might have been more competition, but no, Florida State was on walkabout, and they're part of the problem. Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Financial advice industry can be overwhelming for a lot of people. Is there a way to be sure you're getting the best service when you don't know? Yeah, Adam, it's not just if you gave the money to a planning team and they did good the first year. I mean, anyone can do good for one year, but it's a track record and it's a long-term accounts that are very important. We call that a financial fill-up strategy, Adam, and that gives you lifetime income you can never outlive. We'll put together for you, the listener, your very own total retirement plan if you call right now. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Yes, they are absolutely part of the problem. But the uh, concept of self-awareness is strikingly (laughs) absent in Tallahassee and has always been. All right, let me ask you this question because this is the the biggest picture thing, and you and I have talked about this before. It always comes comes down to one little piece of paper, and that is the grant of rights. I have read Mm -hmm. and heard so many things about, well, we believe that if these Magnificent Seven, uh, which, again, I would not use the term magnificent, but if these Magnificent Seven decided, you know what, we are going to go, we are going to challenge this, we're going to go do our own thing. Um, What, I mean, can that work? The, The lawyer, I have to think that the lawyers would have come up with this before, (laughs) <laughs> if if that grant of rights could be legitimately challenged. But what are you hearing there about either that seven or, you know, another school or two deciding we're going to give it a shot? Those seven that Brett McMurphy tweeted yesterday, they are accurate. Sure. Uh, and those ADs have met. They have met with attorneys. They have met as a group. They have met in subsets of two or three But there is nothing there. It appears that that grant of rights is indeed airtight. And I think I agree with your thought that if there was an out, it would have been explored by now. And as again, as what Babcock told me this morning, the focus now is on, you know, changing the revenue model and at least appeasing some of the folks, um, you know, who believe they, they deserve more. The beauty of this is that this is not going to be retroactive or anything. Mm-hmm. You may think you, you may think you deserve more, <laughs> but you're not getting a nickel more unless you earn it. Right. I think we can all, we can all get with that. I have no problem uh, with that kind of a, uh, a distribution of revenue or reward, if you will. The other thing is that, you know, this is a mental exercise that I would like to play is how many of those magnificent seven, if they did decide, you know, we're out, 
and uh, come get our money if you want, if you, if, you, if you dare. How many of them would find soft landings? Correct. That's a, that's a terrific question. How many of, you know, if indeed the Big Ten and the SEC are going to be pushing 70 and 80, 70 or $80 million mm-hmm. annual distributions to their member schools, how many, if any, ACC institutions would be worth that much on an annual basis to keep everyone's piece of the pie whole. Yeah, and there's no need, there's no reason to add it. There's really no reason to add if it just helps you maintain status quo. The only reason to yeah. add is to go up. And I don't think well, there is a school in that mix that maybe, I don't know, maybe North Carolina and Virginia are the would be the most right yeah i don't know maybe the big 10 going to florida would would matter i don't know i don't think so yeah i think carolina and virginia because of their geography demographics and broad-based excellence you know you might be able to make a case but you know let's remember that the big 10 hasn't yet added usc and ucla the sec hasn't yet added Oklahoma and Texas. They've got a lot of navigating to do yeah. <laughs> just to just to get those logistics off the ground. So you know I jokingly told someone today that the story here today is that the ACC, much to much to Twitter's dismay, did not dissolve on Tuesday because you you would have thought that was gonna happen today. I'm I'm literally la- Reading the stories and thinking about them, looking at Twitter and laughing at because there's mostly fan stuff now at this point. Because uh, no, yeah. I, I don't believe we're going to see any major changes. I will say this: I have to let you go. Um, Jack Swarbrick's comments, the athletic director at Notre Dame, seem to me to provide almost hope that there is a cooler head. Maybe not not just in that room. But Jack Swarbrick is one of the major players across the sport. I think he gets that if if there is a a tipping point and we go too far, that we might see the whole thing, the whole establishment crumble, except for the schools that are in the SEC and the Big Ten. Everybody else might end up being group of five at that point. Yes, and Swarbrick is is a very wise man. And, you know, he, he and his president have written in the New York Times about professionalization of, uh, of college athletics and, and where they would prefer to see it go. And this is right along those lines. David Teal, you're the best. At by David Teal on Twitter, Richmond Times. Uh, have fun at Amelia Island uh, and uh, don't sunscreen. Just use sunscreen. Got it, especially on my bald spot. I have no idea what that is. Uh, Thanks, David. I'll talk to you soon. (laughs) Are you ready to buy or sell your home? The Jim Allen Group is a nationally recognized and award-winning real estate team in the Triangle, dedicated to providing exceptional service to meet your needs. With the latest insights and expert market knowledge, they'll make your home buying and selling journey as smooth as possible. Don't wait. Head over to jimallen.com and start your next move today. That's jimallen.com. The Jim Allen Group, your partner in real estate.